Hi, I'm Greg, and welcome to another episode of Passion of the Geeks Unplugged. We're still in our summer programming, and that's why I'm trying to keep it short and try something, well, similar but different today. In episode 46, I talked about some classics that I like to read in my classroom, kind of classics that stood the test of time, books that I think, yeah, still have something to tell and teach us today. Today, I'm going to look at relatively new books that I think, or at least I hope, that they will stick with me or stick with classrooms for many, many years to come. So most of the books, I'm going to talk about five books today. Most of these books are relatively new. I would argue there's maybe one or two that one could argue, yeah, they're not that new anymore. But yeah, this is my show. So if you want to complain, do that in the comments. So because they're new books, I don't want to spoil too much about them. So I'm not going to go too deep into it. But yeah, this is unplugged. I'm trying to keep it short. So uh, that shouldn't be too much of a problem. One additional thing about these five books that I'm going to talk about today. They all have pretty good adaptations. So uh, you can read them, which I would definitely recommend. But all of these five books, they have either... Uh, one of these books is actually a pretty good television show that adapts the story. And the other four have pretty good movies that... I mean, if you don't have the time to read the book, which, again, I would highly recommend at least watch the movie. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's summer. What else do you have to do? Traveling, not really a good idea. But yeah. Anyway, these are my five books, or not my five books, kind of five books. There are more. I think you should give a shot and that my students seem to have liked as well. I've read... No, actually... Three of these five I've read with classes. Two I'm planning to read with classes. Uh, let's start with the first one. I think I've talked about this uh, in our main show already. It's The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. And I'm just going to read a little bit from the, from the cover here. Cora is a young slave on a cotton plantation in Georgia, an outcast even among her fellow Africans. She's on the cusp of womanhood, where greater pain awaits. And so when Caesar, a slave who has recently arrived from Virginia, urges her to join him on the Underground Railroad, she seizes the opportunity and escapes with him. So, on one hand, this sounds like, yeah, a, a story about the black experience, about uh, slavery. And what Colson Whitehead does here, he, at least according to my point of view, or kind of uh, what I, at least how I experienced the book, he manages to capture uh, yeah, the life of slaves during these times very, very well. And he uses kind of magical realism to achieve that. In his version, the Underground Railroad is actually an Underground Railroad, a real railroad, and not just yeah, people helping people or kind of safe houses and stuff like that. And... I mean, what the book does that I think is very, very interesting. It, it, you, you have a certain opinion of certain people, and the more information you get, some of these 
yeah, some of some of your opinions about certain people they change in in quite a drastic way. So I would argue this is it's an excellent book uh, to learn about black experience, if if one could call it that. So I hope I don't get cancelled for this, but uh, I would highly recommend it. I would also recommend the television show that's on Amazon uh, or Prime Video uh, by Barry Jenkins uh, of Moonlight fame. And I mean, it's it's not an easy watch. So it's uh, the, the whole show is on is on is on Prime. You can binge it, but I would not recommend binging this because I actually think this is a TV show or this, or this is a show where you need a little bit of time between episodes to to think because yeah, it's sometimes brutal, uh, beautifully shot, but very very brutal and kind of yeah emotionally quite heavy. So. I highly recommend uh, The Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead as a book and as a TV show. Number two, something very, very different, The Beach by Alex Garland. Richard lands in East Asia in search of an earthly utopia. In Thailand, he gives a, he is given a map promising an unknown island, a secluded beach and a new way of life. What Richard finds when he gets there is breathtaking, more extraordinary, more frightening than his wildest dreams. But how long can paradise survive here on Earth? And what length will Richard go to in order to save it? So, yep, uh, The Beach novel and the movie by Danny Boyle are obviously quite famous. I have to admit, I like the movie, but the book is a lot better. Uh I think the movie glosses over a few things that make the book stand out. And kind of for me, and that's kind of the stark contrast between, let's say, and what I think is an important book, like The Underground Railroad. The Beach is more about white people problems, kind of the problems of people who are, let's be honest, entitled. So this... Richard, the Leonardo DiCaprio character in the movie, I mean, he's basically just bored and tries to, yeah, find something that doesn't bore him, tries to find something or a place where he can be himself, whatever that is. And the interesting thing is that obviously, yeah, even if this is a kind of utopia or kind of the kind of utopia he finds at the beach, it's obviously people who ruin it. The kind of it tells me that if you have a perfect place, too many entitled white kids will definitely ruin it. And I mean, obviously that comes through in the in the movie as well. But uh, the novel does a, a a better job of hitting home that message. And kind of just totally personal opinion, I think the beach is the better version of Lord of the Flies. I get a Lord of the Flies vibe when I when I read the beach, but yeah, maybe that's just me. Moving on, uh, third book on the list, and I think I can keep this one short because I think this one is the the oldest of the bunch here. Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, yeah, there is not that much to say about this one. Chuck Palahniuk showed himself to be his generation's generation's most visionary satirist in his his first book, Fight Club. 
Estrange, uh, Fight Club's estranged narrator leaves his lackluster jaw when he comes under the thrall of Tyler Durden, an enigmatic young man who holds secret after-hours boxing matches in the basements of bars. There, two men fight as long as they have to. This is a glorious original work that exposes the darkness at the core of our modern world. And remember, the first rule about Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, again, bored white dudes, uh, entitled white dudes, and the problems they can cause. Maybe this is one of the few cases where the where the movie is actually a little bit more memorable, uh, a little bit more uh, mesmerizing than the book. The book is really, really good. The book has kind of more time to go into, or takes more time to go into the psyche of the narrator. Kind of we learn a little bit, a few things more about him. We kind of are with him a little bit more. But obviously the twist of the novel that I'm not going to give away works very, very well when done visually. And in the novel, it's just something that happens and you read it. And what did I just read? And yeah, definitely, I highly recommend both of it. I mean, tech, Toxic Masculinity, this book is, even though it is a few years old, I'm just checking, it's from somewhere in the late 90s, I think, isn't it? 96. Uh, and definitely, topic-wise, totally on point. Number four... Uh, this is something very, very different. Uh, it's a book called Emma Don- uh, a book called Room or just Room by Emma Donahue. Jack is five years old and lives in Room alone with his mom. This one room is their world, and they never leave it. And only one other person ever enters it. Despite this terrible existence, they discover freedom and sometimes joy within these limits. But their prison is still horribly unjust and have somehow to find a way out. It's very, very difficult to talk about Room without giving too much away. So basically what happens is uh, Jack and Ma. Ma was kidnapped by by a guy. And Jack is yeah, obviously the son of Ma with the kidnapper. And yeah, basically their whole existence has just been living in room, sleeping in bed, sitting at table. Uh, and yeah, it's a yeah, very, very strange existence. And we, we learn about this existence through the eyes and through the voice of Jack. And it's a very, very interesting read because the book is written in the voice of Jack with Jack's vocabulary. And some people find this really, really annoying. I personally find it very, very interesting and it captured me immediately. So uh, Room, definitely uh, yeah, a book with... Yeah, it, it's not an easy read. Well, the language is actually quite easy, but uh, emotionally quite heavy. Uh, obviously... As the book cover says, uh, Ma and Jack are trying to escape. I don't want to give away too much, but I mean, yeah, they managed to escape, but that's when the whole problems or that's when their problems actually really begin to start and kind of we learn what an emotional toll yeah, their time in Room uh, actually took. So Room by Emma Donahue, definitely recommend this one as well. Very interesting language, special language. Uh, the book, uh, the movie, 
is quite interesting as well. Uh, Brie Larson stars as uh, the main character there. And if I remember it correctly, she actually, did, I think she won the, the Academy Award for it, but just just have to to look that look that up that's that's how good i'm prepared for these unplugged episodes room movie yeah the movie is from 2015 directed by lenny abrahamson with the screenplay by emma donny herself and did she win it did she win it uh, da, 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 da. What does it say? I know they just received some nominations. They they didn't win, but yeah, uh, definitely definitely worth your time as well. Last but not least, the White Tiger by Aravind Adiga. Balaram Halavi is a rare phenomen- a phenomenon in India. He's one of the very few to come from the royal poverty of the darkness to the blinding lights of India's new economy in Bangalore and establish his place as an entrepreneur there. When he hears that Wen Jiabo, the Prime Minister of the People's Republic of China, plans to visit India to have a look at Indian entrepreneurship, he decides to write him a series of letters telling his own story. It's a darkly humorous story, sometimes even a violent story. An individual story which nonetheless gives us a glimpse of the big picture in modern India. It tells the tale of India's rise to a new global economy, looks at India's struggle with corruption in politics and elsewhere, and contrasts the grim realities of life and death for India's poor with the wasteful luxury of India's new American-educated ultra-rich upper classes. But above all, it's a compelling story of a survivor against the odds, a real white tiger. This is a really... Uh, interesting book so kind of to give you a little bit of context uh, the books I read in class obviously most of the books are either British or American but I'm trying to make a conscious effort to include books from other English-speaking regions other English-speaking countries as well so I try to put new books into my rotation as I call it Uh, I had uh, kind of quite a good time with uh, Q&A, the novel that Slumdog Millionaire is based on. But I've recently read this one, uh, I recently read The White Tiger, and I really like this one as well because uh, the uh, those of you who know uh, Q&A, the novel that Slumdog Millionaire is based on, uh, the movie and the book are very, very different there uh, because the the book is more like a series of vignettes, a series of short stories, a series of encounters that kind of, when they fit together, tell the story of uh, of the life of the main character there. What The White Tiger does a little bit better, it tells, uh, even though there are obviously kind of vignettes and short stories, kind of yeah, little stories within the story as well, but it is more like, there is a, a through line. There, there is a, an arc that's a, a more visible arc here. And it's very, very funny. It's very, how should I put it? Yeah, as the cover says, it's sometimes really violent. And you're not really sure if you should root for the main character or not because he does some things that are, 
I mean, obviously questionable. I mean, you understand him because, yeah, he obviously has reasons and you... But let's just say uh, he does some things that are really bad, but nevertheless, he grows on you, which kind of sounds uh, silly. But uh, I think that's what, at least for me, uh, made the book so interesting. So if you want to learn a little bit about India, if you want to learn, uh, kind of yeah, get a glimpse into the Indian experience, especially of the, of the poor people in India, uh, The White Tiger is definitely worth read. And there's a pretty good uh, movie adaptation on Netflix as well. It actually came out, I think, last year. Again, me Googling. No, no, I don't want the White Tiger. That's Secret and Roy, obviously. I mean, come on. White Tiger movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, actually, it's a... 2021 uh 2021 movie came uh, came out this year so yeah it's uh directed by ramin barani uh written as well and it's i mean obviously again the the, the book is more thorough you get more out of the book but the movie is really really good and it was uh, the screenplay was nominated for uh, best adapted screenplay so uh yeah definitely worth your time as well so yeah uh these are the five so again underground railroad the beach fight club room and the white tiger uh five books with what i think some kind of interesting yeah subject matters interesting or different experiences that at least i think are yeah worth discussing in the classroom or maybe just for you either reading them over summer or maybe having a look at the movie versions too most of them should be available somewhere or on dvd or for rent on a vod service or whatever okay this is it for this week please like share and subscribe to our little podcast here we're on all major podcasting services and on www.passionofthegeeks.com. We would very like for you to send in some questions or some suggestions for topics or whatever. You can do that to passionofthegeeks at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at passionotgeeks. Take care. <music>